The Barn Isle, an Equestrian Podcast, Episode 5, Art, Physics, and Forward Seat Riding. Hello everybody, how are you doing today? Welcome to The Barn Isle. My name is Denise Yule and I'm your host and I want to thank you for tuning in this week. For those of you who don't know me, I'm a USHJA certified hunter jumper trainer. I'm a barn owner. I have over 30 years professional experience in the industry and I want to pay it forward to all of you by sharing my experience and provide ideas to help you with your riding and your horse. The main purpose of this podcast is to offer everyday conversations just like one you might have while you're hanging out in the stables with your friends. The other day I was scrolling around on social media and I came across a quote that was posted on equestriancoach.com's Facebook page. It was credited to Denny Emerson and it goes as follows. There is a reason for equitation skills and it is not to look pretty. Equitation is about the physics of thrust and speed and balance and motion and how the human body either gets in the way of the horse as he does his job or gets out of his way so that he can function. I like this quote because it really emphasizes the importance of equitation. Equitation is defined as the act or art of riding on horseback. That's a fairly broad definition. If you look at it literally, if you're riding on horseback, it's equitation. But the definition also states the art of riding. So if equitation is an art, what is Denny Emerson talking about physics for? As I see it, equitation is art and science. When one is competing in a horse event that is judged on equitation, the rider is being judged on the correctness of their position, if they're properly using their aids, and if they have appropriate control over the horse. And an ideal equitation rider can do all those things and make it look very efficient and effortless. And that is an art. But what about this physics part of the equation? Why do we need to understand that? Instructors and coaches tell their pupils and athletes to sit a certain way, to put their heels down, to look ahead, to have a soft arm. But what does that really mean? It's all physics. It's the science of how things move and how things interact with energy and other forces. To me, that definitely sounds like riding a horse. So the physics of thrust, speed, balance, and motion is basically how thrust, speed, balance, and motion interact with each other. Thrust is a force which makes an object move. Speed is the rate that an object covers the distance. Balance is when an object is stationary. There's no net force or torque causing it to move. And finally, motion, when an object changes its position over time. These four properties create a system. And for our purposes, a system of riding 
that is efficient and effective. Earlier I said the ideal equitation rider rides in a correct position with proper use of the aid and appropriate control over their horse. That is equitation, that is an art, and that is the science of physics. The remainder of the quote, how the human body either gets in the way of the horse as he does his job or gets out of his way so he can function, truly supports an ideal system of efficiency and effectiveness. If a rider is inefficient, if they're wasting their energy by fiddling too much with the reins or wobbling from side to side in the saddle, the system is not acting efficiently. If a rider is not effective, if their cues to the horse are not clear, if their aids are not succinct, the horse does not understand. And again, you lose efficiency within the system. The whole concept of efficiency within a system is how regular a group of items can work interdependently to create a whole. If you look back at art from the ancient Greek and Persians, you will see that riders rode astride without a saddle into war, but yet their positions and their bodies were well centered over the center of a horse. This was efficient because they needed to survive in battle. With the evolution of the saddle and the stirrup, riding position changed to suit the needs of the time. Some of the first saddles used by the Mongolians back in the fourth century AD had a high cantle and a high pommel so that the soldier could brace against it as they rode into battle. This style of saddle remained throughout the Middle Ages and you can see it in artwork depicting knights jousting in tournaments. The long stirrup with the foot braced slightly forward and the body braced against the back of the saddle. When you're jousting, that is an efficient position. As the use of the horse changed over the ages, so did the need to change the style of riding. Classical equitation, which is the foundation of modern dressage, is based on mimicking the style of the ancient knights in the ancient Mongolians. Use of a deeper saddle and a longer stirrup and requesting the horse to do very highly schooled movements away from the pressure of the leg and the hand. But for cross-country riding, for galloping, for jumping, that method of classical equitation is not practical or efficient at all. It is actually somewhat counterproductive since the rider interferes with the natural movement of the horse. Believe it or not, our forward system of riding that we use today is relatively new. Captain Federico Caprilli of the Italian Cavalry evolved the forward seat 
and established its use in cavalry school. The reason for the necessity of the forward seat was in accordance with the classical principle of keeping the rider above the horse's center of gravity when going at, across the country at speed. As a horse's weight shifts forward, so must the weight of the rider. Caprilli believed that reducing the action of the rider or possibly even eliminating it will give the horse the freedom to jump more efficiently and correctly. As Caprilli's methods were put into practice, it took hold in America because we did not have the strong influence of classical equitation and dressage as Europe did. Vladimir Litauer of the Russian cavalry came to the United States in the 1920s. It was Litauer who focused on instructing civilian riders as opposed to cavalry riders and he promoted the method of forward riding. Caprilli and Litauer's study and understanding of the physics of the way a horse moves at speed and over jumps has been the foundation of forward seat riding today. And when you think about it, it is just physics and creating a system of efficiency. So when Denny Emerson states, get out of the horse's way so that he can function. It is the premise of the art and science of forward seat riding. So that's all I got for this week, guys. I hope it's helpful and I hope you have a great day riding. Happy trails. Hi there, it's Denise again. I hope you're enjoying my podcast and finding my segment somewhat useful to your daily life around the barn. If you have any questions or suggestions for topics for my show, please reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook. I can be found at Barn Isle Podcast. Thanks so much for your support, and I'll be talking to you next week. Have a great one.